Welcome to Chat About, sponsored today by Beltrami Electric Cooperative, Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and First National Bank Bemidji. It's the final ever joint planning board meeting. Jamin Carlson has the details done Chat About. This is it. One, well, I think you said you might have another meeting next week, but but pretty much we're, we're, we're done. This is the last regularly scheduled uh, JPB meeting. Okay. So um, for those who have been blissfully unaware, uh, this has been something that's been brewing for what, the last few years? Correct. Um, almost a year and a half ago, the Joint Powers Board um, was presented with a letter from Northern Township to exit the agreement, which uh, effectively ended uh, the JPB. Uh, the agreement did call for a two-year um, rollout, but both parties agreed to do it in less than two years. So it's really it was about a year and a half. And that comes to an end December 31st, 2023 at 11.59 p.m. So that means starting in 2024, if you are in Northern Township, um, you deal with the Northern Township Board or whatever they create. Correct. And if you are doing something in the city of Bemidji, you deal with the Bemidji City Planning Department. Correct. And from my knowledge, that'll still be in the same place, same staff, um, relative to the same processes. Okay. Uh, as it was before. Uh, differences are going to be, you're going to be uh, going to a commission of seven. Uh, before the blended was nine, that had the township and the city. Uh, this will be just a commission for the city, and then you'll be going to the full council, which is also the board, the okay. planning department. So that is a difference. Um, and then if you're in the township, you'll be going to their board, which I think is com- comprised of five. And they'll also have a planning commission. I'm not sure on their numbers, but you'll be dealing with uh, Northern Township. Okay. So changes afoot. Uh, but in this final meeting tonight, um, what's on the docket? Uh, we've got, uh, obviously, we got to pay some bills. Uh, we do have a uh, revocation for a variance that was never acted upon uh, back in 2021. On that one, uh, the board will have to do uh, make a resolution to uh, basically void that variance out. We also have an additional bill uh, for uh, Freeburg and Grund for the comprehensive split that they, they were doing for both the city and the township. And then we have a uh, conditional use permit for a um, accessory dwelling unit in the township, and that's uh, over on the over by the Waville area. And because the property is on less than two acres, if you want an accessory dwelling unit, which Back in the day, used to call them mother-in-law suites or, you know, somewhere mm-hmm. you have another small livable area on the property. It can be detached or attached. Uh, this being on a very small lot um, needs that conditional use permit for that. Uh, what's interesting about this property over in that area is this, this property doesn't have its own septic system. It's a shared system with 20 other properties in the in this lower area over in Waville. So um, when you – usually when you're adding – more units to sleep or to shower or anything usually your septic has to be upgraded or you know upsized to handle that extra people because they size septics based on bedrooms so people are staying right. in their home so when you add an assessed dwelling unit you usually got to. but in this case this is us going uh, in a, into a pipe to a, a shared system and uh, that's not an issue so there is some some uh, some differences there uh, after that, we have a conditional use permit for uh, Lakes Concrete. Um, 
they're just looking to put up a cold storage building around 3,800 square feet, I believe, to get some of their stuff that's outside, inside. And that, that's been an operation for quite a while. Um, they did have an interim use permit back when it was the township before the JPB. For okay. this property, for the yeah. for the concrete mixing, you know, it's it's a requirement. Um, but when I went to the JPB, it's changed owners. They never that that one was not enforced because it was a different jurisdiction. It's now in the city anyway. Um, so they're just looking to get a conditions permit to at least be legal. This is legal nonconformity right now. They're not looking mm-hmm. at an expansion of any kind. Their operation's been in operation, and they they've uh, um, got their. Uh, MinDOT access was upgraded last year. They redid that whole area up there. So they're looking at doing a few things, putting some more trees in, and, uh, but not much for uh, what, what the uh, JPB is looking at. So this is really what prompted it was they needed a, a smaller outbuilding to put some of their stuff in. And so that's considered you know, expansion, even though it's not really intensifying the business. It's just you're adding another building to the site. So um, they're looking to get that CUP just to get into conformity with with the ordinance okay um and and then um you've got a few other things that uh, that are coming up on the docket tonight too yeah we also have a zoning text amendment and a condition use permit for plan unit development um and this location is the south of lucan's lucan south um this is grace wind crop cooperative it's uh the request is for the first request is zoning text change. Okay. Um, and the reason for that is this property is zoned R6, which R6 is multifamily. Um, the text change is needed because it's in the shoreland or very, the very um, uh, tier three and four, which is towards the outer limits of the shoreland. Shor- the shoreland's the thousand feet from the lake. And they need the text amendment. Um, what happened was in 2018, I think the last full update of the ordinance. Um, there were some internal references for the shoreland, which this got missed. It only references two other zoning districts, which is the downtown mm. and the South shore it did not okay. list anything else. So to be able to do, um, what you want to do on this lot, because it's in the shoreland, the text change is needed. Um, the condition use permit part of it, or the planning development is needed for, to get that flexibility. So once the, if the text change, then you need the condition use permit for, the um, CUP, which grants it the you know a height flexibility and density, and then um, impervious. But the uh, the cooperative is a new kind of housing, basically another tool in the toolbox in this area, where it's fifty five plus. It's um, these are designed where you can age out. Oh. Okay. In the on the property, they don't offer services, but they're designed to where, like, say, you need to be in a hospital bed in your house. They're designed where that can happen. Uh, there's first floor parking. Um, from the from the site plans, they show a pickleball court outside, um, grill areas, trails. Um, at this particular lot, it does abut the uh, new trail that was put down Clawson behind there. Um, okay. There, the other ask in this conditions permit was to take out more trees than allowed, but that was as as a precaution. The, the applicant's actually not doing that, but we added it on there to make sure uh, they're keeping at least sixty percent of the trees, which they are. Uh, we didn't. There was with it was in the, within two trees, so out of caution, we added that to the CUP uh, request. But uh, to uh, uh, boil it down, the uh, they went through the commission, 
and the commission recommended denial of the tax change, but they recommended approval for the CUP. So what, in essence, they don't want any of the Shoreland rules changed or the text updated, um, and but they're okay with the with the development. Okay. So the development, if you stay within that, with the way the the um, Article Nine of the ordinance is the way it sits right now, it's twenty eight units is what's allowed max density, and thirty feet in height and twenty five percent impervious. But again, there was a section of the ordinance that's uh, was referenced that got missed in the last update, and the text is to change that as this is R six, which is um, high density residential, and uh, that's what is allowed under the R six. So. But uh, there was a uh, it was a full turnout at the uh, at the JPC meeting. Uh, a lot of uh, surrounding neighbors were in opposition, mm. and okay. um, the uh, board tonight will probably be the be the same way. All right. So and, and uh, again, that is the so you're going out with a bang, kind of. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> uh, last JP me last scheduled JPB meeting. Yeah. Okay. But this will be something then that will probably be City of Bemidji will have to be dealing with. As its planning entity, correct twenty twenty four. Yeah. So, if depending on what the board does, um, it'll uh, if they go with approval, then it's going into the administrative part as far as getting development agreements signed and all your permits and so forth. Um, and if they decide to that they want more information or they want to um, enact the sixty day extension, well, then this would go back to the city only planning commission. For more information, I'm just giving you the what ifs here, yeah. but then it would go to the full city council in possibly February or something like that, if that if that's what they so choose. Um, okay. But uh, that's a lot of yeah, we don't know. That's the up to the body. What happens in 2024 with you, Jamin? Well, right now the the city council is still going through their levy, um, depending on on what uh, what they decide. Uh, we're hoping that we stay intact um, because we are. Uh, we're a busy office, and a lot, everything really comes through our office first. When you're talking development, enforcement, um, any kind of permitting, uh, really starts with our office. And we're uh, we're hoping that uh, we can keep doing the good work that we're doing. We have a lot of big things that we have to do next year, uh, which is a, a full ordinance update and a full comprehensive update, as they haven't been not been done for more than five years. And okay. a comp plan update is required every five years, and that was actually our first one. And now we would be looking to update that, and uh, staff would be leading that, and and a lot of public input, a lot of public hearings would go along with that, along with other entities uh, giving information. So um, into 2024, along with uh, there's a lot of development that's still looking to get going uh, in the city, and there's been no slowdown, not from not from our office anyway, but uh, yeah, so that's. uh, that's where we're looking at for 2024. Well, it's uh, a lot of big changes in the city of Bemidji coming to 2024. We just got a new city manager in place. We need a new finance director, Correct. I believe. Correct, yeah. And uh, changing the way we do uh, zoning and planning going forward, too. So that stay tuned, huh? Yes. All right. Now, you did mention there would be one kind of anticlimactic meeting after this one, right? Yeah, we need to have a uh, final meeting for any... Uh, bills that we get because the board has to approve those um and that's next week uh, now if we get anything else that we're going to put possibly put on this agenda i don't know at this time but that's uh, you know that's less than se- well, seven days from today um and then we do have one final 
um, LGU, that's it meeting, I think February 16th. And that's to make sure, you know, as we have you know, transferred over, yeah. if there's anything else, because we have documents and information that the township needs to get, um, any other bills that might come in, uh, even though that the entity actually is done by the 31st, they're still going to have a, like a joint LGU uh, in February. So uh, if people want to attend that meeting tonight, it sounds like some might want to, um, What, when and where? So we both, uh, they can view it online. They can be part of it in WebEx as well uh, and come to City Hall um, and in the chambers. And that's at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock tonight. Uh, more or less the last joint planning board meeting. Correct. Well, Jamin, uh, thanks for taking the time today, getting us updated, and uh, have a great Christmas. You too. Chatabout has been sponsored by First National Bank Bemidji, the Bemidji Chrysler Center, Honda of Bemidji, and Beltrami Electric Cooperative. Coming up tomorrow on Chatabout, Kayla Winkler from Sanford Health is in to talk about the Community Health Needs Assessment. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thanks for taking the time to join us.